Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First. Yay! Yay! Yay. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Mm-hmm. I must say, uh, thank you two for being consistent in the order in which you joined this call. So I don't have to move the <laughs> names. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I'm fine with waiting until like the very last second. And I'll keep joining then. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's usually either like, Jason, where are you at? Oh, fuck. <laughs> or every once in a while, Jason shows up and I go, wait, where's Chris? Why, <laughs> why isn't Chris here yet? <laughs> but welcome in, everybody. Uh, it is the second to last episode of 2022. This is a uh, a lot. We we got stuff to talk about. Yeah, it's it's so pink, Jason. Jason's got like just the vapor wave going nuts (laughs) in his room right now. (laughs) And then he's got the camera so high up that he looks like a little like ten year old boy sitting (laughs) sitting there. He's like, I'm ready for my lesson, Mrs. Smith. (laughs) You guys like to play games. (laughs) <laughs> you guys I like we, to play games does, does anyone else play minecraft i like minecraft anyone <laughs> want to play my, roblox uh, <laughs> have, 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 the... you, have you heard of fortnite <laughs> oh you guys play fortnite, fortnite. Let's fortnite. fortnite. <laughs> i didn't even uh uh put on my oh because it's updating no i don't i didn't even put on my uh blur my background yeah you can yeah. see it all you can Everything. see my glorious couch my God, charging cables my that nano couch. leaves that are making this entire uh, house. That's uh, only room. half the nano leaves. <laughs> yeah, the other, the other half are right there. The Kill Bill. You have the Kill Bill signed, or not signed, but framed uh, artwork too. Yep, that's, yep, that's, yep. that's something yep. nice. There's other artwork original in there too, artwork but you can't really up see here. It. Yep, yep, can't see it. And uh, I hope you all enjoyed it because that was fun. And I don't know. That's get wrecked, bitches. He's, oh, I thought, yeah. I thought you were like about ready to hit the button. <laughs> like none of you get to see oh. any of it anymore. Is that Whoops. it? Whoop. I just turned <laughs> it off. How about that? Not that button. <laughs> is, Man, you don't get to see my pink face. Is that my, a keyboard uh, on the ground? Yeah, it's my old yeah. keyboard. Oh, your, <laughs> your bloody keyboard? <laughs> it's, it's, it's prepping to get into the, the closet. It's prepping. It's getting prepping. ready. Eventually, it will go into the closet. It'll eventually get in there. For now, though, it is just <laughs> hanging out. Let me see if I can fix some of this pinkiness. No, actually, I, the vaporwave was fine. It was just mm-hmm. like it, there is me <laughs> sitting here with just like standard lighting, Chris with a background of the Goblin Slayer, and yep. then Jason in the pinkest fucking room possible. <laughs> there, I mixed it up a little bit more. We had a straight up dichotomy going on. It was it yep. was great. <laughs> oh, oh man, it's I I can't believe twenty twenty two is almost over now. Yeah, dude. Like I I started. still don't believe that it's not like still twenty twenty. Honestly, this is true. Like this is true. Yes, mm-hmm. of course I use Nvidia Broadcast Blur. It works better than the stupid uh, blur in in Zoom. I normally I mean, the do. Problem is I just didn't you don't do get it to see time. my stuffs. I I got stuffs on my desk right here. I get like a whole fucking like six foot shelf of shit. <laughs> I've got I've got artwork on the walls and all sorts of stuff. And what do I do with it? 
Only I get to see it. None of you do. Nobody I do business meetings with. No one gets to see any of the shit in my room. It's mine for my eyes only. That's it. <laughs> uh, see, now you get it. Now it's all gone. There you go. Yeah. Jason mm. put it on like the most. <laughs> no, now I'm using the most zooms. intense I'm blur using that you can do. To, Oh, you're using to, zooms? Yeah, no, see, this yeah. is why the zoom one is bad. Like, look at that. Like, yeah, you can't bad. see shit. A killer could come up behind Jason and we wouldn't know. At least here, can... you could tell that maybe Ghostface is coming up behind me to slip my throat. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing that's good oh, God. about Zoom. That's, that's the, only, the only thing that matters. Yeah, this is the only yep. good one thing about Zoom. They can be like, yep, I'm done. Well, I mean, we could do the avatars again. Do we want to do the avatars? No. No? no? Are, you, are you sure? Yeah. You sure you don't want to do an avatar? Don't want to do on, the let avatars. Me, sure. Let me, let me, let, let's see here. Um, here we go. We'll, we'll load this avatar up here. Maybe. Oh, there we go. Oh. Hi guys. Don't stick Hi. out your tongue either. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. The, the fox has like the smallest ass tongue. <laughs> Wait, where's the, where's the cat one? Cat hoodie. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen some of these. These are crazy. Yeah. They've started adding on a lot more. Festive. Oh, look at. Look at that. Chris is Ooh, Chris is going know. all festive now. Oh, he's got the Christmas. That's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Pizza hat. laughs> yes, okay. thank you, Dust, for derailing everything. I mean, it doesn't take that much to derail us, let's be honest no. here. We we derail con- Oh my god, they've had so much. Oh, that one's great. Hey, I like bird. that. It, the, hang on. The rainbow over the eyes, though, definitely needs to have the blush too, though. Oh yeah, that'd be good. And the shark needs to talk. The shark doesn't open. The shark does need to talk. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Brain. (laughs) Yes, your brain is loading, Jason. Oh, man. (laughs) Must compute. (laughs) Oh, we need the the blushing butterflies Ah, with the... Oh, so cute. But can you do multiples or can you only do the one? Looks like I only do... I can do a frame and I can do things. That's dumb. Oh, God. I don't know. Good on them. Good on them for wanting to do things. I appreciate. I I applaud. Hey, you got to their... keep boomers uh, entertained during all these meetings, anyways. All they're doing is listening to millennials and zennials talking the entire time. So yep. they they got to have something to do. I'm not a cat. I yep. swear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking like a cat. <laughs> all right, what are we drinking, guys? Jason, you go first. Uh, I'm drinking a whiskey, and I made sure to take extra note of what I'm drinking because it's actually pretty good. It's from Indiana. I remember that part. The rest of it, I don't remember, but it's very good whiskey. How about that? <laughs> Indiana whiskey. I love that you say, I made sure to take a note of what I'm drinking because I like it. It's from Indiana. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> from pouring it to walking up here till now, gone with that information. At least it's not from Ohio. Ohio. That's true. Yeah, nothing good ever comes from Ohio anyways. That's fine. <laughs> what are you drinking, Chris? You being a good boy? I'm being a good boy. I got, I got my water and my Phoenix Children's Hospital water bottle. That Yay. reminds me, Chris. I have something for you the next time that we oh. see each other. We have. Is that the dice mat? Nice. The extra life dice mat. Because we hit we hit our goal or we hit the uh the minimum number to get the dice mat for tabletop week in uh in August. Now the cool thing is the Bulldog made good on his uh on his stuff that he that he did from the sub uh from our or not subathon from our charity stream at the beginning of November, and he had his charity extra life uh 
D&D one shot yesterday, we are now $44.45 away from hitting $6,000. And we got to the end of the year, right? We got two more weeks. Yep. Yep. We still got just over two weeks to hit it. All we need is like another 50 bucks and we'll be at six grand, which is our vastly <laughs> increased goal this year. Yeah. <laughs> I think our goal was four last year. So we went up 50% I, on that. Yeah. I think it was originally 3000 and we upped it last year, mid year. Yeah. And we upped it to 4,000 because we hit 3000. Mm-hmm. We're like, well, we're yep. not just going to sit here and like be like yeah we hit it and we got like 12 hours to go no we we did the big boy thing four grand all right i'm doing a uh an all hus night oh so i have a coffee kolsch and then i got a papago orange blossom their cherry one in the fridge over there that's all i got orange i'm all out of whiskey man orange blossom and orange juice that that shit blew me away doing that the first time a beer mosa mm-hmm. i was just like holy shit this is actually working and it's amazing um <laughs> if you're going somewhere that you're gonna have brunch i highly recommend taking some beers it's not as like <laughs> sickeningly like sugary sweet as doing right. champagne with it that's the yeah. key no it's it's amazingly shocking it, like it works so well it works so well i was just like oh my god i never want to stop drinking this and then i do and then i get <laughs> all right (laughs) well let's go ahead and get started on news shall we we have a whole host of news for the last two weeks uh normally december is not that big on news um but apparently there there was a lot nobody got that memo this year so there's a lot of news granted a good chunk of this comes more from microsoft but we'll we'll move on from there all right the first one there's a live hero live action my hero academia movie coming to netflix just a matter of time it was just a matter of time that's just what they do and it's gonna happen i have like the lowest of hopes for this thing (laughs) i will i will watch it just as much as i watched all the other live action animes that they've put out which is not at all just zero times. <laughs> <laughs> the bleach one was okay. No. I only had time to watch like part of it though. No. No. Um, it's no. way better than Death Note. The Death Note one's horrible. Doesn't matter. Oh, I, yeah. I don't support it. I'm not going to. So I won't watch it. Fair enough. Simple fact. All right. Uh, all right. Corsair has the first bendable OLED display coming to PCs. In which case it is a 45 inch uh, model that's going to come out. It goes on pre-orders for on twelve fifteen for nineteen ninety nine. There you go, Chris. Two G's right there. It's I bendable. Mean, now you don't. Now you have to worry about breaking your screen anymore. So just <laughs> bend <around>. True. <laughs> well, okay. So and that's the thing is like everybody's everybody uh, like when you think about like well why the hell do you need to curve it in? And that's because you don't always need your screen curved. Sometimes when you're working on things, you don't want it to be curved. Until you get a curved screen, then you always need it to be curved. Mm-hmm. But for you doing do. like Photoshop work, you, you don't necessarily it want it curved. You need it to be no. curved. Once yeah. you have it curved, you need it to be curved. I don't even use anything curved. Curved. <laughs> I, I, I want to be have in my curved spreadsheet. Work and play on this giant ass monitor right here in front of I my face. I do not <laughs> want to be in the spreadsheets. Thank you very much. <laughs> Surrounded by them. <laughs> I'm in the. I, I, I am monitors to go completely around me, so I just kind of spin my chair. 
Oh. <laughs> We're gonna there buy that, a... that scorpion chair that's just like you know you get into it. It's like oh, it was like, comes oh. down, just like fucking excel, and you're gonna be like eight screens of just they just do the the dual of gaming chair. What do you do on it? Excel only. Mostly spreadsheets. Yeah. Mostly spreadsheets. <laughs> so I'm feeling wild. Got some powerpoints. And it's uh, oh. it's a, whew, put a few cocktails in me. I might even use that bust out some word art. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, they they now. just changed the uh the duel of fates to where the only words in it are just Excel, Excel, <laughs> Excel. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by Microsoft. Yeah. They're not going to be happy about how about what we do with that sponsorship soon. We're bringing them on in. We're doing the bait and switch on them. Come on in. Come on. It's free. It's totally safe, Microsoft. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Let's go. Let's go. But so I've actually watched like some videos online. Jace Who Sense got like an early prototype delivered. And then they took it away immediately. <laughs> but it, it actually, like, it works on its fucking thin because all the electronics are all in the base for it. So it's, it's, a, it's a really cool thing. It's a cool, it's a cool concept and a cool idea. And it's probably one of the best uses for a bendable OLED screen. So, you know, kudos to them. I hope, I hope it does well. Like, I actually really want it to do well enough so that they continually make them and then the prices start going down because OLED is like, that is the future of displays right now. Like we got to get past standard LCDs. We got to get past all the, all the LED arrays underneath and everything like that. we literally just need to have an OLED display. Fastest response times that you're going to get on any display out there on the market for it. Best colors, thinnest fucking possible pieces. And they're thin as fuck. Thin yeah. as fuck, like thin. Think thin, think thin, and then be like, "Dang, that's thin." Like thinner than most cell phones. Like dead honest, it's crazy. Because most cell phones now use OLED displays. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things that's allowed them to get smaller. It's actually like the thinner displays and the thinner screens is what's causing like some of the changes to USB connections and stuff like that. Because they're like, "Well, we can't have the entire like size of this thing be dependent on just the charging port." <laughs> Yep. All right. Uh, let's see here. We'll go on to uh, Discord. This one, I don't see. Now, granted, I spend a good amount of time on Discord, but I don't spend a lot of time on large Discord servers. However, Discord has officially launched uh, subscriptions in the U.S. to where you can sign up like a Patreon or an OnlyFans or whatever you want to call it or even just twitch you can do subscriptions to get into 
like special areas on discord servers and stuff like that why not i mean it makes like i mean the first one i thought of that i'm like bullshit eric you're not in some massive discords because i'm sure you're all over that uh, genshin discord knowing you you're no. just like you're probably Actually, in like all three you can't of them. get into the genshin one the genshin <laughs> one hit max capacity and you right? can't like people can't get into it they made they made like three <laughs> others and then they started going by regions and stuff like that it's just like yeah. good grief that's like yeah. no thank you and but, there's just too much going on for me to go in there and look for it like to look for anything a lot of it's trolls there's a lot of that i think the largest one that i'm in is josh not joshua's discord and i barely ever go into that his and uh watch holly you know as much as much as i'm just like hey don't spend your money on stupid shit like it's this stuff that makes me be like yeah why not do it because at the end of the day if we were to like put it into our discord and be like hey everybody don't do this like it's stupid it's a waste of your time and all it is just like you get access to this special channel and all this channel is is pictures of the socks we're wearing every day you know it's just like okay you know if that but if i tell you what someone will do it it's a lot it. of white socks, and then we'll have a side bet going on of who white has a socks. hole in of who has a hole in their sock first. If you're not rocking the Costco Puma socks, I don't know. Like yeah. you don't live in Arizona, man. Yeah, it's like, it's white, white socks, socks or black socks. White, That's yeah. It. Okay, I was gonna say black. Yeah. Like, let's see. Well, you get yeah. like the you get the ones that yeah they, they they'll have they'll sell them like they'll sell them like a combo. You get the white and the black. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on, I got white yeah, and they're black. Not, they're not white and black. They're not white and black. They're they're blue and black. The white ones are set separate. You gotta be, you gotta, you gotta rack new balances if you're buying white, white ankle socks, man. What, what is that about? Hey, See, man. okay, here it's you go, here you balances. go, Eric. Here, here it is, here it is, here it is. <laughs> this is why we have to have a subscription, a Discord server, so we can have meaningful conversations like this one for our fans that are obviously hungry for it. Because mm-hmm. sock conversations, sock talk, sock talk, sock talk. Oh my god! Enough for sock talk. i i have oh sorry and i I have one pair of may's socks for college football season (laughs) and that's it (laughs) those things get anytime that i have to go to like a wedding or uh like my company christmas party the may's socks go on underneath the pants (laughs) And that's what I wear whenever I go in. And yes, head to toe Costco, Jason. Head to toe Costco. We got to rock it. Got to rock the Kirkland. You know, that's how it is. No, I don't rock anything Kirkland. <laughs> but stuff, I mean, obviously I will, I'll wear our shirt. <laughs> yeah, I will, I, will, I will wear stuff from Costco. Like a lot. Just not anything that says Kirkland on it. <laughs> I, I've, I've stopped and looked at the like just Kirkland gray shirt more oh than gosh. once. More than I care to admit, being like, ah, oh, this is kind of funny. And ah, oh, it's a $6 shirt. Like, you go try to just do buy I do it for the memes? Do yeah. I do dude, it for the go, memes? Dude, dead serious though. You just go try to buy a t shirt. Like, just go to like a store. I don't get like Goodwill even just to buy a t shirt that's not like a piece of shit and actually feels nice for less than $10. Like, it's hard to do. And here I am just looking at this uh, Kirkland one being like, hey, this would be fine just for like fucking around. I don't mm-hmm. I work from home. I barely leave this room anymore in the last like three years than I ever have in my entire life. You don't need to know what, I'm, what I am or am not wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Jason shows up for a very big meeting wearing a Kirkland shirt. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, mean, I uh, we um, should have done we should have done like a holiday Christmas card. So I be the first ones. I'm just like. Rocking some Kirkland stuff. I, I have zero qualms with like, and holding Kirkland alcohol. 
I have zero qualms. I have, like Kirkland makes good shit. And, but here's and, the like, thing: I'm so I will put no, Kirkland so in me before I put Kirkland on me. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're that kind of girl i see all right well we've had these conversations about how good their alcohol is their alcohol is good <laughs> yeah it's very good for for the cost i should say at least for the cuts i mean it's not like the best but i mean shit it i've had way worse for way more expensive thousand yep. percent and yeah. so you can have more of these meaningful conversations with us your best friend in our like eight thousand dollar a month subscription on discord <laughs> <laughs> Like, if we I'm can get mod, two be able create, to sub for that, I'm gonna go create this fucking shit and retire tomorrow. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> the worst thing is that we have to make our our Discord a community Discord. Aren't we a community? No, yeah, it's it's still a private Discord. It is not a community searchable, findable. Come join us without any without an invite. Uh, like it's, we got to put so many more precautions into the discord in order to, in order to turn it into a community when don't do it, Jason, I see you looking at it. <laughs> don't you fucking do it. <laughs> Hang on. Let you me just revoke talk. admin <laughs> capabilities for the IBIF jerks real quick. <laughs> There's uh, so many more like protocols that have to go into it. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Dun, dun. subscriptions <laughs> penises optional well yeah okay. I, I don't want to make it so that somebody has to have a penis to subscribe why would you want to do that jason no viewable penises are optional <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay <laughs> all right uh let's keep going on before we get into the other ones all right fractal may have released the best I think the best, but I, I will say the best non-RGB case out there with the Fractal North. Which if you haven't seen this case, it's a fucking it's work pretty. of art. <laughs> it's pretty. It's got the wood one. It's got the yeah. wood on yeah. it. Yeah, it's got, it's got wood slats on the front, um, uh, black or white sides. That's it. And then they have, they have different stain colors for like two different stains for white, two different stains for black. Um, and you can get an acrylic side for it, but... If you don't get the acrylic side, you can get a mesh side. So they have a reinforced mesh side. And then in it, you can also get a 280 rack that goes on the side of it that you can put an AIO, additional fans or anything pulling in from the side of the case as well. So you can have additional cooling options for it, which is, I think, awesome. Like it, like just looking at like the design and whatnot and, and watching some people build with it. I've seen some really cool shit come out of this case. And the case itself is just a work of art. It's like you have a minimalist uh, like setup at home. This is the case that you want to use. This or the one that looks like an Xbox Series X. I will say, though, does look okay with RGB fans in the front. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see like the lights coming in from behind the slat. But you only see it when you look straight on. If you look at it from the side, all you see is the wood slats. And then you come across and you see the color pop out. It's kind of cool that way. But I digress within that. It's an amazing case, and it's only like $130. It's not bad at all. That's not bad at all for like a good, high-quality case with a ton of mm -hmm. stuff. And actually, one of the cooler features is that it actually does have a, a fan inlet for your power supply inside the case. So if you do mount this, if you put this on your floor, which a lot of people with like minimalist designs would do, you can turn the, you can turn the power supply upside down so that it pulls 
air from inside the case, creating additional negative pressure. Lots of cool little features. They did a lot of cool things with it. I like it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Among Us did a major patch update. And sure, they brought in native hide-and-seek mode into Among Us. That's cool and all. But what's really cool is you can pet your pets now. <laughs> that's always that, the best thing. That's, that is the best thing. Yes. <laughs> is that you can now pet your pets in Among Us. So if you've got your pets and you and they follow you around like the little the little baby Among Us that comes around with you, mm-hmm. like you can pet them, which is hands down the only feature that we needed. Yes. Best feature by far. <laughs> All right. Uh Liston Group has acquired Mountain, in which case people are like, who is that? Mountain is a high-end keyboard manufacturer, and Liston Group is the owners of Be Quiet. So now Mountain is a ipso facto subsidiary of Be Quiet. But Be Quiet makes like really good cases, amazing fans and whatnot. Again, all quiet fans, hence yep. the name Be Quiet. As, as quiet with pushing as much air as possible. So that happened uh, for, I don't believe I ever saw a dollar amount come out for it, but I mean, keyboard companies make good money, but they they don't value for that much. No. <laughs> Just tell it how it is, people. It probably wasn't a whole lot, but but kudos to them for being bought out, which is good. That's That works good for the people that started the company and everything. Uh, let's see here. OnePlus has also announced that they are officially going to start getting into the keyboard game, which I don't. I don't know what they're going to do that's going to differentiate them from anything else. I yeah, mean, I've already seen some of the coolest bodies with out it, there. So. Yeah, we'll have to see what they do. But uh, it'll be interesting to see a company like them getting into what is, in essence, hopefully like a minimalist almost type thing. They're not they're not the same as like nothing, which was created by, which was the phone company made by the previous like founder of OnePlus. But... They still aren't nearly as crazy with a lot of their stuff as everybody else is. Uh, and Adobe is going deeper into AI and they're going to start selling AI generated art. Not that they're making, that people can make and submit in for Adobe stock. Yes. Yes. AI generated stock photos. That people are submitting from their own AI generation to then be used in and is Adobe buying it from them or are they setting up a store where well, in essence, Adobe stock, the way that it works is it, it works like iTunes and Spotify. You put your stuff up there. They don't necessarily buy it from people, but anytime that anyone gets it or uses credits to purchase stuff, uh, they get a portion of that, a majority so, portion of it. Adobe keeps mm-hmm. some of it. So okay. that's, so, yeah. So free money for yeah. Adobe, basically free money yeah. for Adobe. I mean, almost free money for the people that are making the art as well because they're just doing AI generation for it. But it's it's more of a uh, a piece of like, that's where Adobe really is going. They've been edging heavily into AI with a lot of features inside of Photoshop and Illustrator and everything like that, especially primarily Photoshop with uh, their background removal, sky removal, mm-hmm. sky replacements, things like that. So they've been really hedging into the AI like structure and now they're doing more of it they even have like a shit ton of neural filters that you can do now that does everything everything up in the cloud with ai generated setups for it and it can then tweak like facial expressions and shit like that like weird ass deep fake stuff better than nfts yep way better than nfts yep. <laughs> that's also 
not a very big hurdle to go over. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll get into video games after this last one. This one's kind of video games. One of the greatest applications that you could possibly do. Why? Because you can sell your stuff is Epic's Reality Scan is now available for all iOS devices. So you can download that application, scan your beer, put it up for use on the Epic Store for when people work with uh, with Unreal 5. This this has me more like excited, like because then it's for real content and stuff like that that you can then have complete control over creating and whatever that you want. You can definitely set up situations, lighting and all kinds of stuff to make it kind of fun, more and dynamic that people can use in real life things like i really am looking forward to doing it just because one day to just be playing a game and be like holy fuck would be like just out of this world <laughs> like you better believe i'm gonna scan this badass man with jam couch behind me like you except better for one problem believe me one problem you don't have an iphone yet it, it's not it's not on android yet <laughs> but it, it will eventually come and that that's that's something what i'm looking forward to the most because yeah. i think that's just going to be that that is hilariously fun to me and i think that that is something that's gonna be really cool to do i can only imagine the absolute pain in the ass logistics that are going to come around like trying to scrub brand names recognition the amount of penises that are going to be uploaded like i'm just out of this like i i can't imagine the logistics behind that alone just because of people being like i'm uploading an image of a table lamp it's actually my dick but you're not going to figure that out until you look at it. It's a tri- It's a tripod table. It's actually me bending over. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's going to be like, I, I don't know like what's worse. Uh, I, like, I don't know if I would ever want that job. It's and a flagpole. It's just like, yeah, exactly. Flag on it. <laughs> and yes, AI did can get a lot Did you super glue a flag to your penis? Yes, For yes, the I art. Did. For, For the art, art Eric. For the art. <laughs> For the content. For the aesthetic. (laughs) All three of those. For the art, for the aesthetic, and for the content. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's it's one of those cool things of of getting so many more things into video games and making it easier for people to develop games, which is cool. And having like more realistic pieces within there. I just want to know how many animals are getting uploaded. All of them. Animals, I think, would be hard. Well, I mean, if you can get to stand still for long enough, first of all, is going to be yeah. the main thing. So sleeping yeah. animals, maybe, which is great. Great then. Well, I mean, there's that guy that, like, when Unreal mm-hmm. 5 first came out, uh, the first thing he did was recreated his dog, like, 5,000 times on a bed. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he just created that piece for it. So, you know, like, I, I just want to know, like, I, I want to see hard facts like quarterly of how many animals were uploaded and then how many of them were removed because they were in fact penises. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my pussy. (laughs) Hey, Mythic Quest taught to anything. The the TDP, was the TDP on one of the- Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, time, time to, to dick. Time to dick. <laughs> or time to penis, yeah. Time, time to penis, that's right. Yeah, yeah time to penis. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> let's let's talk about Microsoft for a little bit because unfortunately this is a thing that like we continually have to every time, but primarily because there's more news that comes out for it. In which case, we've already talked about how the EU has officially like lodged an additional inquest into this 
and they're really scrutinizing the the whole thing that's going on to it. The FTC, which I called this a long time ago, like when this first got announced, we were like, I don't think this is going to pass with the FTC. Like this is too big yeah. of a merger for it. This is one giant ass company absorbing another giant ass company in attempts to be number one. Um, and the FTC has officially sued to block the Microsoft acquisition. Um, what I'm wondering is how much money Microsoft is paying to journalists and to unions who are now coming out and saying that the FTC or trying to say the FTC has no business trying to block this merger. Cause this is one of the, like this whole push now after this, after this suit came out is hilarious in my vision. Like, who do you think has the business of blocking this merger? If anybody does in the government, it's the FTC. It's two publicly traded companies that they want to ensure that nothing weird is going to happen that's going to fuck other publicly traded companies. <laughs> like, they are the ones. I don't understand why people are doing this and, and saying a bunch of stuff. Like you obviously don't understand everything that has to go into like stopping monopolies or even just trying to hinder. Now we have talked about that. If this doesn't go through the negative impact that this will have on Activision stock, which we don't know, yep. it could be negative. It could be, it could be neutral. It could be positive. We have no idea, but Activision stock has also gone down and continued to drop a little bit. It picked up a tad on Friday at the end of the day, but after this suit came out, it dropped like five or six points straight within 24 hours. So it was a sizable drop. Um, now the FTC, <clears throat> there, there was misconstrued information going through. The FTC said that, that concerns that the EU had during the Bethesda acquisition are the reasons as to why they didn't or why they're suing for it and saying that they're not uh, that they're not going with it and then the eu came back like we don't know what you're talking about there were no concerns there were no uh there were no promises made so then the ftc had to clarify their their setup and basically they cited microsoft telling the eu that, and microsoft didn't didn't guarantee anything to the eu in this but telling the eu that it wouldn't make sense to make ZeniMax games Xbox exclusive in the Bethesda acquisition is what prompted them to to say that they we don't see this as like you telling the truth now because they already said that and then what did they do they immediately went and made most of their games Xbox exclusives mm -hmm. Starfield's an Xbox exclusive almost every Bethesda game that's coming out is going to be an Xbox exclusive moving forward on Microsoft at least for one or two years which hey is perfectly in their rights to do as a company that owns them but them saying that and now when they're trying to buy this saying it doesn't make sense to make call of duty and xbox exclusive like yeah. those words those words fall on deaf ears now that argument is gone because you already made that argument previously and that's one of the reasons why we keep saying we're like okay like what does that mean though sure it doesn't make sense but will that stop you from doing it not necessarily no and uh trying to read chat no okay uh okay uh I'll, i can touch that on that later uh microsoft has has uh also offered Sony rights to have Call of Duty on PlayStation Plus with their additional 
guarantee for 10 years that they're saying to to sony that it'll be on there uh microsoft is also though at the same point resorting to name calling for sony and accusing them of bullying them and saying that they're antiquated comparing them to blockbuster (laughs) (laughs) comparing them to blockbuster and microsoft is netflix and I mean, that's, that's you're not hard wrong. They're not, yeah, they're not 100% yeah. wrong. Because I mean, you just look yeah. at the difference between uh, PlayStation and then what Microsoft's done with Game Pass. You know, PlayStation has been like, nah, people like whatever that they're going to do. We're not going to change. And everyone's like, Game Pass is one of the best things you can possibly buy right now. So it is. Mm-hmm. It's the best value in gaming. Getting Getting first party games on Game Pass day one launch is great. Now, yep. where this could, so, and I, I will like, Going off of that, one of the things that could technically hurt PlayStation is if it is still on PlayStation, but then it comes out on Game Pass for day one launch and everyone just plays it on PC or on Xbox on Game Pass instead of playing it on PlayStation if you play COD. (laughs) They are also really doubling down and trying to make sure that like reporters and people that are writing about this also say the name king in the acquisition now microsoft is is very much being out there like no 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 no. it's not about buying activision we don't want cod we want the mobile space which we talked about on the last one but they're they're really pushing forward and i don't know how many articles i've seen now that instead of saying activision blizzard say activision blizzard king merger acquisition so there's a lot of like i'm sorry no reporter is gonna just go off and change shit like that without something shady going on in the background and it's it's bringing out a lot of like weirdness within the industry for those types of things. Now, one of the things moving forward with that that did come out is that Microsoft has committed to bring COD to Nintendo for 10 years, which sounds dumb on paper until you think about it, that maybe the next Nintendo Switch, which has been rumored and whatnot, will actually be more powerful and be able to support games like Call of Duty. Because COD hasn't been on the Switch at all. They're, the hardware no. can't support it. Works great because Sony or Nintendo hasn't updated their hardware in 10 years, and Call of Duty hasn't updated their software in the last it's 10 been, years. It's so been fantastic. Five years. So, ten, it's, it's, so fantastic. Yeah. They'll, now they'll finally get there. They'll, they'll finally. They'll, <laughs> five years? No, it's finally. Hang on. I, I think it's coming not up giving on a six shit company, now. Not giving a shit company that people keep giving money to. Both of them are there. They're doing great. One. Uh, yep. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> They're almost <But>. there. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's, uh, so we're coming up on six years now for oh, the Nintendo I was being Switch. Facetious, but who gives? I know, shit? I know, but I'm <laughs> I, no, no. It's, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to actually have some actual data in this, which everyone's been been bitching and moaning or or always constantly for years, saying like, "Oh, Nintendo Switch <laughs> Pro is being announced." Blah, 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 blah. We're finally actually getting to that time when it will or should be getting announced because the the six year standard cycle. Um, But that's where that whole thing of them committing, uh, I I think doesn't really do a whole lot for Microsoft, but it does it does more good publicity for Nintendo. If people actually stop and think about like that means that hardware is coming out soon. But that's beside the point. Uh, Microsoft also, in a completely separate piece, uh, is raising the price of first-party games to $70. So 
They're not. They're not the first. Won't be the last. And no, they're the first for first yep. party. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. This is first party games. So uh, what I was gonna, what I was gonna go for yeah, is but everyone. Yeah, we're getting them on Game Pass anyways. Yeah. Okay. So that that's one thing. But everyone <laughs> bitched about, uh, bitched about like seventy dollar price hike when the when the Series X and the PlayStation Five were first announced. And both companies, like they said, it, it's like you're gonna be paying seventy dollars for third party games. That's it. There's still that ten dollar licensing fee. Game prices for them are, are going to go up to 60 for first party. So after three years now, three years, two years, two years now, three years from when they talked about it, after two years now, they're now increasing the first party title prices to $70, which, as Chris said, <laughs> makes Game Pass more valuable. <laughs> <laughs> You're now getting a $70 value instead of a $60 value. So we have to factor that yep. into our math when you're paying $10 a month for a really damn good subscription service. So as, <laughs> as, as much like you can say whatever you want about us, we like certain things and hate certain things and we're not afraid to say what's stupid and what's great. So we hate Microsoft, love Game Pass though. <laughs> more it's Game Pass service. please. Yeah, more Game Pass Did, please. Like I, I Can I get I some it. Excel with my uh, Game Pass? <laughs> oh, Dude. Dude, do Dude. not know. they already have subscription services for all their shitty ass office crap. You put that in a game pass, and now it just becomes life pass, just like work and play. Oh shit! One, one subscription. No, it, it's oh, it's man. it's not even life pass. Life pass is the is the merging of the two. First, they're gonna, gonna they're gonna come out with work pass. Yes, you have to have work pass. You can t- like you can get cool skins for your calculator and bullshit like that. Like I am like oh yeah. We're making this for them. And you can find out more in our subscription-only <laughs> Discord server, <laughs> Microsoft, for 30000 a month. Yeah, Microsoft, <laughs> come on in. Ideas. Steal our ideas. It's Stop fine. You just have to pay 30000 right Just come on in. Just subscribe. <laughs> yep. You know, 12-month minimum subscription. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So speaking of Xbox, uh, a day one... Game Pass launch title, which is Warhammer 40k Darktide, uh, officially like came out and they said why they moved their in-game currency for or to in-game currency for cosmetics, citing we don't want to be predatory, <laughs> and just kind of basically throwing shade at, at most other video game companies, which is great on on Fat Shark, like good for them. It's the the Vermintide. Unfortunately, stuff was- unfortunately, it's tied to the most predatory tabletop game on the planet. But yes, good on them. Good on them. <laughs> Don't talk bad about forty k, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I watched this video of this like this like forty k model painter that popped up on my feed because everyone's listening to everything that I say and they like, they know what Mm. my audience or like what my, my viewing habits are. Even if I don't, even if I don't actually watch them, Google's like, Oh no, this is your viewing habit. Trust me. So Google brings this up on my YouTube like feed and it's this guy and he's like, I painted a 40 K model with art, with a hobby paint. And I looked at it and I'm like, it's all hobby paint. <laughs> but so then he pulls out and all the paint that he got is like, yeah, that's the paint that I buy because I'm not going to spend $8 for a fucking thimble of paint from Citadel when I can get this big ass one that's actually not bad color. And then he painted he painted in it 
And he's like, this is the stuff that I used when I was a kid. And about five minutes in, he's like, this stuff's actually going on pretty good. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> and then he that. said, and then he said, like, have like towards the end of it, he's like, I'm not going to lie. I use this black for everything that I do. <laughs> And it was the same brand, and I'm like, "Fuck you, dude!" So they're talking shit about it, and you literally use that paint every time that you do black. I'm like, "I hate you." I'm like, "I'm done with this video." <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. What do we got next? Uh, okay, uh, so going to PlayStation Plus, uh, Sony has officially made a day one release logo now. So what they first initially said that Stray was a fluke. And now they have another day one title on PlayStation Plus this month. They've now made a logo, a little attachment piece that goes on to every one of them. So they apparently have noticed, oh yeah, people want, you know, they want to watch mm-hmm. stuff day one, or they want to play games day one and have it included with this. But we still don't have AAA first party titles yet. I want, Soon. I just, just want Ragnarok. Soon. Well, you're not going to get Ragnarok anytime soon. No, but... Ragnarok. They're making no. too much money off of it. I mean, we got all the Spider-Man games. And we got the first God of War, well, the fourth God of War, um, but <laughs> we don't have the second one. I mean, the fifth one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. The Callisto Protocol director has blamed launch issues on a damn clerical error. <laughs> this, is, this is literally a quote, a damn clerical error saying that they patched the wrong file at launch. And that's what broke the Xbox and, and PC versions, which I would wholeheartedly believe, except for the weird thing that a lot of this game was funded and supported by Sony, so much so that if you look <laughs> at the game credits for it, <laughs> the credits show that Sony sent more than 150 devs to help with the game. Are you saying some gaming espionage is going on here, Eric? I'm saying there's probably shenanigans. <laughs> 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 just, if, I'm just saying. If, if play <laughs> on PC or Xbox equals true, then break equals system Borg. patch. <laughs> <laughs> equals Borg. <laughs> equals, equals bad. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, in additional, I'll believe it when I see it news, the portal writer says Valve has a starting point that we like a ton for Portal 3. Valve doesn't do threes. Still won't happen. Don't yeah. happen. Valve doesn't know how to count to three. However, the portal ray tracing looks fucking beautiful. So maybe that'll get them. It won't. They don't know how to count to three. They don't. They don't do three. The, the no. biggest. The biggest thing that they could do that would just blow everyone's fucking minds is if they went hardcore in on this and just like, yes, we're actually doing it. We're making Portal Three. It's gonna be everything you've ever wanted. We're finally making a three. We're doing Portal. Portal's our favorite. You know, Portal, 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 Portal. portal. Then have you go through the entire game and like eight hours into it, you go through a portal of some kind, whatever happens in Black Mesa or, or Aperture, wherever they're getting to, and it takes you into Half-Life 3. And actually, that's the leap off point. That would be fucking amazing. <laughs> portal 3 like, is also Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> it's actually yep. both. It's <laughs> actually both. And it's just like all of a sudden you're there with Alex and you know Gordon's just like I don't know I just bring I just come around whenever they need me and everyone's <laughs> just like holy shit this is actually Half Life we're bringing it all together 
Chell, mm-hmm. what's her name? Claire Chell. Chell from Portal. What's what's the main character's name? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Chell. Um, it's just yeah. like, hey, we're all you know, we all do like a high five, jump up in the air type thing, just like best game ever, and you know, they'd win everything. But no, I thought you were gonna well. say that, that they that they say that they're doing it. Out. I thought you were gonna say that they they say they're gonna do it, and then they end up releasing Portal Four, the Quest for Three do a whole space no they're, they're not clever for that, not clever <laughs> for that. They, that would be too tongue-in-cheek they 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 like if anything they're just going to be like hey they'll, we'll, they'll get close and they'll never release it again and they'll just do a, a letter like they did for half-life 3 it's just like hey actually you know we fired everybody we're not going to make a game we're making too much money on steam we're not going to bother because they'll never live up to expectations so here's the storyline leaked by someone else and then we can all just be sad together. Let's just be sad. The guys from Team Fortress they are already there. It would just that? be amazing. Mm-hmm. Didn't they already leak like the whole the premise for Half Life Three? Yeah, I mean the the yeah. the every they fired everybody. Yeah. The storyline was like, I'm not an indie NDA. Here's the storyline, everybody. <laughs> like here it is. <laughs> oh man. Okay. The Oxford Dictionary did something probably dumb, and they allowed the internet to vote on what the next word is that goes into the dictionary for the year. In which case. Their new word to go into the dictionary is goblin mode. (laughs) And the actual definition, I'm not making this up, this is actually what it says, is goblin mode, a slang term often used in the expressions in goblin mode or to go goblin mode is a type of behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. So literally everybody on the internet. I mean, everyone's a goblin on the internet. Yep. For- yep. Everyone is a goblin on the internet. So that's that's pretty much it, guys. There we go. They, you, we now have a word for everybody that's on the internet. Goblin mode. Uh, okay, we'll get- time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, can you use can you use a two word word in Scrabble? Because it's not hyphenated, and you can't use no, hyphenated well, no, either. You can't. It's not. Damn it. Wait, wait. Well, there's friends? blank tiles. You can use the blank tiles for spaces, can't you? Blank tile, that's not what that's for. You don't, you don't, what's a blank tile for then? You don't make sentences in in Scrabble. Like, it's not a sentence. That is not a grammatical sentence. If you had, if you had (laughs) multiple like blank tiles, you could theoretically make a sentence. I am God. Bam. No points. You're an idiot. Stop that. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally like an eight point. I word you no points. (laughs) And we're all dumber for sitting here listening to you. Exactly. May God have mercy on your soul. (laughs) Your soul. At no point. Blank spaces are not for that. They're free to At no point did you make a semblance of a of a point. We are all now dumber for listening to you. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> well done. Well done. I've seen that movie too many times. <laughs> a good one. It's a great one. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll go into tech before we get into our last little bit. Uh, Frore Systems, F-R-O-R-E, uh, has developed a cooling chip called an air jet. Uh, they've garnered or they've secured a hundred million dollars in funding for it. They have working prototypes that are actually actually thin and working for it. Uh, but it's basically a, a heat sink plate with membranes that vibrate at high speed to pull air in without fans. These are designed primarily for uh, for thin ass notebooks, phones, small devices like phones, tablets, anything like that, uh, and they cool over twice as twice as well as traditional fan setups, even the big ass ones with giant heat sinks and pipes running at like full speed that sound like a jet engine hmm. taking off. So it's it's a really cool, like 
interesting read. So if you just search Frore, F-R-O-R-A systems, uh, and just read up on it, it's a really good read as far as like the tech behind it, because it's a completely different setup for it. It's, it's a heat sink and they, it's referred to as a solid state cooling device, but it's really, really cool. I highly recommend, you know, if you want to be a giant fucking nerd and, and read about that shit that you read about that shit. Of course. All right. The big ones for today, because the today, 1212, was the release of the embargo for these is the 7900 XT and the 7900 XTX benchmarks. So like YouTubers and tech blogs and everything like that have already shown off like what they had and talked about this in depth when AMD released it. But now we actually get to see like actual hard numbers for it actually kind of falls in line with what AMD said because AMD still hasn't said that they are the best at anything. The 4090 blows it out of the water. Uh, in some cases, it's, it's close. In other cases, it's a huge fucking leap. But there's a lot of times when the 7900 XT and even the 7900 or the 7900 XTX and even the 7900 XT beat the 4080, which again, the XTX is only a thousand dollars compared to like a sixteen hundred dollar graphics card <laughs> when you get when you factor in like a Strix or anything like that for the 4080. Um, Key points are that it is the best video card that you can get beyond a 4090 for 1080p and 1440p gaming. Uh, does highest FPS, everything like on average for all of them. Uh, it does lose out at 4K gaming. So it's got uh, it's got some issues with processing the 4K setup for it. It's still not as good in ray tracing, but they're a generation behind Nvidia. So that's to be expected. They are better than they were. So that's a good thing for them. It's just if you're looking to do ray tracing now, you're not going to want to go with an AMD card. You still want to go with an NVIDIA card. Uh, AI, which is obvious because NVIDIA has got a leg up on them with AI. They've been doing it a heck of a lot more. And business applications is the one that's interesting. They, They are losing out hardcore, like, and I mean bad, to NVIDIA cards for things like Blender. So the actual game creation, it's not as good, but the game playing is. So if you're looking 1080p and 1440p as your sweet spots, these are the ones to go with because they blow a 3080 out of the water. They blow 3090s out of the water at at these resolutions. So if that's what you're looking for, then you want to go with these ones. If you want to pay more and do 4K gaming, then you go with, uh, you go with like a 4080. But these are still really solid cards. And so far, they are the best high performance cards that you can get for small form factor builds. And that's the that's the big one. I've seen people putting these like giant cards. Yeah, they're not. They're two and a half slots, which is Mm. three slots. But they're also extremely short in comparison to most of the NVIDIA cards, 3080s and up. Uh, And I've seen people like dropping them easily into ITX builds, like over the last couple of weeks when they just had the cards themselves. So it's a good one. And again, it's like one of those things of like, you have a give and a take. Uh, AMD cards are great for gaming, but if you're going to stream, you want to go with an NVIDIA card because you want to do NVIDIA broadcast. You want to do all the things that NVIDIA has AI powered that go with it, as well as running the MVEC encoding and everything like that. So it's a give and a take of whatever it is that you're wanting. Like if I was to build something though, and I needed to, I needed to build something for Row, fucking, I'd give him an AMD. At that point, he doesn't need an NVIDIA. He's not doing any of those things. Yeah. So I still think that NVIDIA is like the higher end when you're doing more with them, but the AMDs are still really solid for gaming. They're good cards. It's well worth 
the yeah. price. It's better. And I think that the funny thing is, is it's like there's all these things about or online about NVIDIA training people and duping them into spending $1,600 on graphics cards. And I'm like, no, they've now trained people that a $1,000 GPU is a buy. Like it's a is a solid yeah. <laughs> investment. Like they've done the other aspect. They've they've now made people believe that if I'm spending a thousand dollars, I'm getting a fucking steal. And that's I think the bigger mm -hmm. problem with it. But good solid cards. If you want to build a high end AMD build, that's the ones to go with. Uh, also, uh, most of these tests don't incorporate in like the extra stuff that AMD does, to where it's like shared memory and. Uh, uh, shared shared other additional shared resources in there because that's not considered a fair test. So they could do better if you're pairing it with an AMD processor. Just wanted to throw that out there. Okay, last but not least, the VGAs happened. Yay! That's it. Elden Ring. Best thing was that kid getting on stage. That's it. No, actually, reading that kid getting on stage was dumb. Reading about the other stuff that he's done. And like some of the weird shit that he's done, both trolling the left and right wing is like astonishing. Did you read that article that I shared? No, I oh. didn't even watch anything. I just looked down. Oh. Right and I was like, hey, that's funny. This kid, man, he has done so many things like throughout. And it's, it's definitely, it's obviously like parents putting him up to it at some point And you know, a lot of those things, but like he has trolled both the left wing and the right wing. And it is great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been la I was laughing at a lot of those things. Like those made more sense than him going up and making the weird comments and everything like that. But yeah, that the VGA has happened. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, the guy that voices. Uh, oh shit, where did he? I'm, I'm spacing on his name right now, and I I don't know why. The guy that Chris voices Judge? Kratos. Yeah, Chris Judge. He was the yeah. he was the the big the big guy in uh, in the Stargate series, <laughs> but he gave an eight minute long speech, which is wow. great because one of the things that I hate the most about the VGAs is it's just a giant fucking circle jerk for Jeff Keighley. The mm -hmm. entire thing is Jeff Keighley wanting to sit center stage and do everything and not have any, not have like anything really be of fanfare other than the video game announcements that he gets to say he brought to the world and then <laughs> him doing every fucking announcement for a winner. And all he does is in the least fucking fanfare possible. He reads off them from a list and then says this person won and then it fades to black. And that's it. It is the most bullshit fucking award show that you could possibly watch. And the Oscars are still a thing. And if I yeah. say that, <laughs> you know that's bad. <laughs> it's, the VGAs is fucking stupid. I don't understand yep. why everybody panders to Jeff Keighley with all of his nonsensical bullshit. I don't know what bodies he knows are buried. I don't know what child, like like weird child porn videos he's got stolen from these people that he's got locked in a vault that he's that he holds all this power over everybody but it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> that's it okay fuck the vgas fuck jeff Keeley. everything's stupid the end news is over everybody what are we playing or what were we playing uh i only have one because i've been playing like non-stop and i absolutely love it but it is called ixion it is a uh, um space age city builder where you are the uh surviving bastion of humanity and uh you all join in on your uh space arc and go out into the stars to find uh you know salvation and stuff like that the way they set up this game without knowing anything about it is just 
prime time. Uh, I don't want to even spoil it. I don't even want to go into the story at all. Like, don't look up anything about it. And if you're into uh, city planners or city building or resource management games at all, check this one out and just play the uh, uh, the, the first the prologue. If you don't, if you play the prologue and you're not immediately just like, holy fuck, I need to play the rest of this game, uh, you know, then you don't care about mm-hmm. nothing, and that, that, that's fine. That's it's not your cup of tea. But they did such a great job of setting up this game, different than what it, I thought it was going to be, and in the storyline and the narrative, and then going on from there. At its core, it's really kind of refreshing to have a very heavy city builder resource management type game that is very much also a space opera. There's a shit ton going on and an actual storyline that you have to follow. You can't just be like, well, I'm just going to, you know, build and get better and stuff like that. No, there's problems, situations, and areas you have to go through. Each chapter is a different space system that you travel to that you then have to explore, figure out, solve problems make decisions and, uh, uh, you know, plunder for all of its resources that you can possibly take. And while you try to not only save other people, um, birth to more people and try not to starve out in the stars while you're uh, vastly alone. Uh, They do a great job of setting up the morality of who you are as the administrator of your uh, um, space arc, the tycoon, as it's called, Um, and being like, listen, this is a spaceship station made completely by the world. There's no planetary laws. There's no government. There's no nothing. It's just administrator. So do what you can. Your num- <laughs> your prime objective is survive. <laughs> so it's just like it's cool. HR. It's a yeah. You're HR. You're, you're just you, you just <laughs> yeah. need to get through and, and survive and don't die. Like don't die. You can't you can't just be like well we all died. You know at least loving each other. It's just like no don't die and there's a few times that you have to make decisions that are just absolutely stupid and ridiculous other times that you have to make ones that are actually kind of hard um there's one that's just like i'm gonna spoil it just a little bit because it's just like absolutely what monster wouldn't where you find a cryopod and that's how you get humans most of the time is you can find cryopods and uh, deep freeze or unfreeze them and you get more workers and stuff like that and you find one that is actually a dead body clings to it. And it's just like, what? Why is there a dead body cling to this? And you get closer and it's actually a dog inside the pod. And the owner was just like, no, I'd rather save my dog than myself. And so it's just like, holy shit, there's no animals on our base like whatsoever. It's just like, all right, well, you know, protocol is, is that we can't bring a dog in here. They're unsanitary. That It's like, it's a non-discussion like system. It is all enclosed. We don't have the care. We don't have the ability. We don't have any way to fight any of the diseases that could be opening up to bring it on this space dog. And it's just like, there's like, you have options that are just like, you know what? Yeah, we can't bring on the dog. We, you know, can put down the dog, be nice. Or one is just like, administrator rules we save that fucking dog and i was just like no, no <laughs> we're saving that dog like it's just like who i mean who because you're you, a obviously. fucking like animal like horrible person if you right. don't if you're just like yeah i, I mean at the mm-hmm. thing at the end of the day though like if all of humanity's riding on this and you bring on some space dog that has like some space lice or space fleas and you can't even like like solve it and it kills off the whole human race you're now a big dumb idiot so it's just like it's it's one of those things. Just like, well, you got to make these decisions, and well, you um, save space dog. But you save the space. I, I mean, I, I save the space dog. Hey, I'm sure there'll be you know some help and stuff for it. I heard space dog. That's all I needed. Yeah, that's yep. all I need. I mean, it's yep. it's not it's not an alien dog. Just to be clear, it's definitely a dog from Earth. It's just it was found in space. Um, Is it Cosmo the space dog? 
from the MCU. It is Marvel. now. Oh yeah, yes. it's best dog. He's best dog <laughs> best, for sure. Best boy. He's best, best boy. <laughs> um, I I also am really intrigued by how grounded the game is in quote unquote realism. Obviously, it's space travel, warping, all that stuff like that. The way they do it's really interesting. You're not actually warping or going really fast when you do power up your your uh, uh, vol drive is what it's called. It does a really cool animation and cutscene where it's just like you're not going anywhere fast. You're literally ripping a hole in space and time and going into a wormhole. Like it's it's kind of neat on how it does. It's just like all right, ready, warp. It's just like you know space just like warps around you and stuff like that and you don't go fast you go into like a, a wormhole and then you travel forward and it's just like okay that that's that's kind of interesting on on how they got around the idea that we're not going faster than light travel or anything like that. oh no we're literally just cutting through it's i think obs just crashed on me oh good so does that mean we're we're all dead or oh god we're all dead yeah womp womp hang on one second i gotta i gotta actually forcibly close obs because it I, I can't do anything on the on the window. For those there. of you that are listening due to our uh technical complications, if you're listening to our podcast, this is we're doing this live. And we actually do this yeah. live on Twitch every Monday. Uh we stream a lot on Twitch, but you can find us on twitch.tv uh slash I beat it first, and you could watch us fail uh right now live yep. instead of just listening to us on podcast only. Um, but here's your special insider stuff that only podcast listeners get. You're yep. the best people. You're 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 our favorite. You get actually free access to our uh, Patreon. Oh no, it's on Discord service. It's, hang on. Oh, it's it's go it's going live now. Okay. <laughs> and that's why the, Twitch the is awesome. It, it's really easy to go back, which like go back up, which is good. Um, but yeah, that's good. that was that was real strange. Oh god damn it stupid thing podcast people are best people That's podcast I'm people are best, are best people you know why because they're sitting here listening to us while they're driving to work that's mm-hmm. why podcast people are best people because you're still you're, you're still going separate. to work good on you guys. and they're good and they're yelling you. they're yelling at us through their through their car stereo which is the best way to get information to us instead of yelling at us on on twitch chat <laughs> <laughs> or by emailing us anything at ibeatitfirst.com. So actually, I think that what really yeah. happened is I was I was talking with Dest in chat about AT&T, like when AT&T tried to merge with T-Mobile, and it didn't like me doing that. <laughs> Probably. They're like, like fuck no. you, man. Nah, fam. Yeah, no, it, I, I sat there and I was like, I kept, I was like typing while I was looking at you. And then I looked up and I'm like, why is nothing that I typed? in that window and then i looked at the screen i'm like why are we all frozen why can't i click on anything oh fuck <laughs> oh, we're back we're back we're doing it live we're back we're back live <laughs> yep um anyway to just sum up you know i i really enjoy on how they've anchored it a little bit more uh realism like there's not a whole bunch of sci-fi out there like you're not running into aliens you're not running into weird stuff there's some weird like experimental things you run into as you're exploring the cosmos and and, and trying to find uh, uh humanity's last resorts and stuff like that and it, it gets it stretches a little bit there but it's not out of this world it's not like you're doing like um star galaxy or or mass effect or anything like that where it's just like hey aliens and whatever nah it's all about your survival your managing of your tycoon and uh your managing of your your system so i mean there's there's three different levels or areas that you have to manage you have obviously your sectors you have a, a grand total of six different sectors that are like pretty much mini cities you have to build up populate 
manage your workers, manage your food intake and manage your resources across all. You can ship obviously across all the segments and stuff like that, that you build up your, your cities within. You then have your mid range, which is like the exterior of your city, of your tycoon, where you have to uh, not only worry about your solar panels, building up your power resources and your uh, um, power generation, your whole integrity and making sure you maintain that, your uh, um, probes and your uh, uh, spaceships that you do send out there. And then the spaceships then takes you to the third level, which is your uh, solar system that you're in. So each solar, each level, let's just say, or each chapter is a different solar system that you travel to. And you have to go out and explore each solar system. You look at the different planets that are there, different areas, what you can find to mine resources, what you can do to like uh, um, do studies and invigorate in tech. The more tech and information you have, the more upgrades you can do to your ship and all that good stuff like that and helps balance out what all that you're doing. So you're trying to do all three of these things all the time. Well, all well, weird problems are thrown at you, onboard fires, uh, civil disputes, all kinds of stuff like that. I've heard a lot of people make comparison of it being like, oh, it's like Frostpunk in space. And it's just like, yeah, I can see how you can easily make the decision. You mm -hmm. do have to make like laws and stuff like that. It's just like, hey, everyone gets less food now because we don't have any and that's going to make you all sad. And if you're sad, then you're more likely to strike. And if you strike, I'm not going to have the resources I need to continue to feed you, you dumb idiots. But, but are there it's, horrible it's part of decisions? The, there's not really, there hasn't been much of the horrible decisions. Now, there are some mm -hmm. that's just like, hey, you have to work extra hours, guys, you know, overtime. Or if you're sick, you can't go to the infirmary. We got to keep working. You can make stuff, but there's definitely nothing of just like child labor is now, it's now legal. Or you know what? You're not going to eat. You're going to eat gruel instead. I mean, it's it's similar, but it's well, not wasn't one the of them same. like force the children into mining camps or eat the children? <laughs> I don't remember eating the children, but I don't think I ever went down the uh, um, the. Yeah. Um, there was some dark fucking. <laughs> they do a lot of oh, like yeah. religious things in that one too, where you, you get into like uh, uh, um, propaganda and how you want to run it. They have some aspects there, like they are there. There is a time when a religious cult can come up, and you can kind of like go with it or uh, uh, send it down or or denounce it and whatever. There's not as much impact to it though, where Frostpunk was very much all dependent on how you did. Stuff. Because in Frostpunk, it would be like, hey, depending on how you run your, your city depends on what kind of buildings you can then build up. This one's just like you can have different like uh, um, laws and, and stuff in a place, but it doesn't change what's actually available to you. It just changes how your people view you and how upset or happy they are about the situation, which will then make you know other stuff harder or easier to do. Um, you have to worry about your hull integrity. You have to worry about your uh, um, everything. You have to worry about everything. It is fun. It is engaging. It, the, the designing about it all is just like I've cursed myself many times for making dumb calls, but my desire to keep going forward to, to just adjust my dumb calls is kind of fun. And a lot of times in these types of games, you just constantly have a backup save ready to go, quick save, and you make a dumb call and you, you reload the, back, the backup save. This one actually rewards your dumb decisions and help makes you keep wanting to go forward and learn more just so you can see how it plans out a little bit better like i remember i had to make a really tough call of flying through a energy storm and i was just like this i think this is going to kill me and i found out that not only did it not kill me it actually unlocked something that was within the game that was a little bit better for me and i was just like if i didn't take that risk i would have had no idea and i could easily at any time be like ah, i'm gonna die i'm gonna just cancel and reload and i never would have found out so it's kind of cool and how they have little small things like that hidden around for you that this is real life in essence that you don't know who everything is going to possibly happen or what could be around the corner for you and, and all that. 
Um, I will say, though, that I think the biggest uh, detractor so far for me is that the game is easy. There, there's not too much here. They obviously want you to continue on the narrative as best you possibly can. As long as you're just taking the time and reading everything and like setting yourself up for success, you know, just at least planning two steps ahead, you're usually going to be A-OK getting through to the next area. They do ramp up the challenging. There's definitely restrictions they put on you the further along you get in the game that make it that like you have to constantly be thinking a little bit more. But there's never like in Frostpunk where it's just like, no, you fucked up. You're dead now. Everything's dead. Yep. You died. Everyone's gone. Like, way to go. Start over. I haven't really had any kind of problem with that yet before. So I will say that's the reason why it's not like Frostpunk, but at the same time, this game's a lot longer like to run through than Frostpunk. And if you got to like 30 hour game and also it's just like, oh, you shouldn't have like, you know, brought in that space dog, start over from scratch. I'd be like, ah, oh, you know what? I don't need to play this game again. Type yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely, oh, my camera's all fucked up again now too. Um, so it's definitely been a very, fu- wow. Whoa. Right. Which now camera are you cool. using, Jason? The yeah. new one, yeah. J- it's Jason my dock. Space. It's it's my dock that's just. A oh, because you have the web. You have the webcam going into the dock too, don't you? Yeah, I do. I need. Is a that a dock. USB? Is it a USB three dock? I don't remember. It is. Well, mine is. We have the same. We have the same switcher. KV is a little bit type switch bigger, but whatever. No, mine's four ports. It's the same. Well, I, I I remember looking at it and I was like, oh yeah, it's the same one. <laughs> but anyways. anyway. I've enjoyed vastly the game. The music is stellar. The storyline's been fantastic. The twists that they do throw at you for each of your decisions has been very entertaining. I haven't been this entertained with a just plain old city builder resource management game since really since Frostpunk. They've nailed it. If you like space, if you like city builders, you got to give this one a try. It's easily an 8.2 out of 10. I gave it the extra 0.2 just because I wanted it to not be in the eights. I was like, it's got to be up a little bit more than the than just at eight. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I'm like, what made you do a 0.2 instead of like just eight just and a little half. bit more, just a little bit more <laughs> so that when I go back and look at my my year, my, my, my last 10 years of gaming, I'll just be like, wait, why was this an 8.2? I'll be like, oh yeah, this game was dope. I'll, I'll remember that one. So yeah. it's very memorable. Um, a little bit on the easier side, but the narrative is just fun. If you like space opera, space, uh, city builders, resource management, check it out. It is gorgeous. It is fun and well worth the time. Nice. And what's the name again? Ixion. 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 All right. Which Chris? is named for the Greek god who was uh, banished for hitting on Hera by Zeus. And he's a spinning wheel of fire, which is a great name for a spinning wheel in space. Yeah. <laughs> what about you chris what do you got uh not much just you know been doing kind of holiday stuff and world cup and all that kind of jazz um world cup I aka looking... watching way too much soccer yes <laughs> uh i've been looking to get into blacktail that comes out in was it three days now um which is a game i did a preview of earlier in the year um which it seems like my copy is for that is still good but I also don't know what the embargo is on that game, so kind of want to wait and stream that one. So, but yeah, lots of lots of soccer. Okay, good job. All right. Well, then uh, I guess we get to go into uh, my games. So obviously Genshin. Like that's that's there's a lot of Genshin. Um, this weekend I did next to nothing in Genshin except play the trading card game. Their <laughs> new fun. TCG is is way fucking better than it deserves to be it is so good it is it, it is honestly Genshin extremely Quartz. fun 
Yeah, it, it is. It's it's a it's Genshin Gwent, and it is fun as fuck to play. It is not a play. It is not a pay to win type thing. It is not. It, it is not put anywhere into into like the purchasing aspect or anything like that. It is strictly you get the cards, you buy them with in game currency that you get from winning games, and then you build your deck based off of that. And there's some PvP, but there's a whole laundry list of people that you play against throughout the entire world. And it is it is fun. It is really, really good. And it's just a game that you can just sit back and just kind of take your time on. There's no timer or anything like that within it. Uh, it there's the way that it works is like you roll dice and you have like specific amounts of dice to do to do different elemental ones with the ele- or with the three characters that you have to put out there on the field at a time. And then you've got summon cards or summons that pop up from actions within them or from cards that you put out. And then there's like other uh, other cards for like area cards that you can drop down or effect cards that get thrown in. It is really deep, really complex, and they have a really fucking good tutorial system to teach you how to play it. Like if you follow the tutorial, you can become really good at this without even like trying too hard. You don't have to try hard. You don't have to get all sweaty and doing it for it. It is then straight up just luck of the draw when it comes to certain things and a little bit of skill. But it's a really fucking fun like at like addition to this, and it's not going away. It is a permanent addition to the game, so it's going to yeah, be there. No, the it has no time. business being that fun. And no, uh, I, the only thing I would say I would say is that this is such a good poop companion that I wish there was a way to just be like, hey, all I want to do is play this and have it like get in right the way. And Instead sure of having to spend like the two minutes to log into it on your phone and load everything up, yep, yep, yep. or yeah, find get to the cat cafe yeah. or find people within it. Which, by the way, like finding's easy because you don't have to go to the, any of the cafes to search. You just have to go into your inventory, select on your box, and then tell it to search for search for people to play against, and then they just pop up all over the place in the major cities. So you just run around and do those. But it's very, very fun. Highly recommend that. Uh, Jason and I are both doing the Fandango in Genshin now because we both got Scaramouche. (laughs) Jason also did not get that reference immediately when I made that joke. And I felt really, really sad for a while that Jason didn't get it. But then I redeemed myself. But then (laughs) I did redeem it. He made a he made a top notch, solid song out of it, too, which totally redeemed himself. It's great. It was just like Dumb and Dunner. Just when I think you can't get any dumber, you pull a stunt like this and totally redeem yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. It was awesome. Uh, Okay, so what I have been playing, um, we did get a review copy for The Witch Knight. Sorry, not The Witch Knight. The Night Witch. I keep wanting to say The Witch Knight for some reason. I think it just sounds better, The Witch Knight, Um, which is a... Not Knights of Magic. <laughs> it is a it is a side scrolling Metroidvania like flight twin stick game. It's real weird. Uh, it's interesting. It's not the greatest, but it's still fun to play. I haven't finished it um, just because some of the controls like I'm not the I'm I'm not a huge fan of twin stick style like play, especially bullet hell twin stick where you where you have to aim using one of the sticks, mm. but then that same stick. Uh, is or that same thumb is the thumb that you need to use to dash away from things. I don't like that very much. It gets a little annoying to me. Um, but it's still a fun game. It's got an interesting concept. The story is way the fuck out there and bonkers. Uh, it, it is one hundred percent just nuts. Um, I I didn't like especially the tutorial 
because in the very beginning of the game, you play as the as the four witch knights that are trying to save the world, and then like the me- the rest of the game takes place years after. Um, and the four witch knights don't have an auto lock on like auto fire, but this little piece of shit one that you get at like within like an hour into the game gets an auto lock on fire. <laughs> and I'm like, I was saying this, I'm like, this would have made the intro to this game so much easier because the intro was a pain in the ass because you immediately get dropped into a giant fucking boss that it's like the worst bullet hell possible. And you're trying to dodge and you've only got like three lives and it's, it's a pain in the ass. But it's still an an interesting game. It's fun. Uh, We got it for PlayStation. Jason, you can play it on your PS5 and on your PS4 Mm -hmm. because it was a PS4 title. So if you just log in with our I Beat It First account on either one of those, you can play it. But yeah, it's worth worth playing, uh, Jason. I haven't finished it, so I'm not going to give it a score. Um, The other game that I did play that we didn't get a review copy for, but we also didn't try to get a review copy because it was a day one Xbox uh, Game Pass game is... A Plague Tale Requiem, which I tried streaming when it first came out and my computer did not like it. Uh, I had to update to like new game ready drivers for it. And even those had issues. I didn't get I didn't get an actual solve for it until I uploaded to the now recent ones. And then everything starts to started to be a little bit smoother within it. But it definitely takes up a lot of power and it's <laughs> it's making me go, yep, I definitely I need a new processor to go with my 3060 because I'm seeing a bottleneck in there when I'm just trying to run this game on it. But I beat it. This game's fucking depressing as shit. The last third of this game is the most depressing that you have that you felt in any portion of the first two games. And it's just a downward spiral of depression. I'm not going to spoil it now. I'll wait until the I'll wait until like later on to spoil this, but I'm just going to say people die. Lots of people die <laughs> and shit goes bad real quick. And man oh man, narratively this game is still amazing. It's it's beautiful. It runs very well uh like gameplay-wise. Uh I will say that like I I can't remember if I said this on the last podcast, but it's like I played it and I was like, I wanted to see how much better it is to play this game on keyboard and mouse and not with a controller. It plays so much better with keyboard and mouse <laughs> than on a controller. <laughs> so I am very happy that I was playing it on my PC instead of on the PS5, which we could have tried. We could have gotten a review copy for it for the PS5, but I would have gotten better, better quality because I had to turn some stuff down to keep up with my, my CPU or to have my CPU keep up with my GPU. But either way, very still beautiful game playing it off stream i don't have any major issues it's once you add streaming in that it fucks up a lot of stuff but anyways beautiful game great gameplay tons of mechanics um the only problems that i have with the game is uh some of the same issues that i had with the first one is you start to acquire too many things and have too many options for things and then you'll go a long time without using one of them and then you'll be trying to solve like how to get through an area and whatnot. And then you hit yourself in the head because you've gone through spinning your wheels for 20 minutes and you realize, oh, this would have been so much easier if I just remembered I had this item as well that I can use in my arsenal. So that's one of the one of the problems. And that's not a big problem. It's just that there's so many of them and you don't use a lot of them. Um, the other problem that I had is, and I don't know which one, of, I, I don't know if they did this by de- fully by design or not. Um, there's an area in it where there's like a small trough of fire. And I mean, a small trough, like you can hop over it 
And in early parts of the game, when you come across small bits of fire, you can run through them. But I don't know if that is a, is a problem that they didn't patch in and like they should have made it so that you couldn't just run over those ones. Or if they just sat there and they decided like, no, 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 you can't just run over these ones because it doesn't narratively help. Because you have to, at one point, start dousing those areas so that then the rats move further into it. Whereas you could very easily just have like had your characters run and jump over it, very <laughs> take very minimal damage. And I sat there and I I thought that the game was glitching out on me and I was going to have to restart. And like I was just like, ah, I'm getting close to end stream. I might just end stream. And then somebody popped in and they're like, they're like the game's not glitched. And I'm like, okay, let me go back into it. And I'm like, all right, well now I'll put this out. I'll I'll try again. Okay. And they're like, no, no, you have to put it out. Like you have to, you have to put the fire out. And that part was a little annoying. Like I'm all about story driven stuff and whatnot. But one of the great things about that game is that you can run through different areas and not trigger or trigger things because it's primarily stealth. And they usually have like three to four paths, at least running through an area. There's one area where you're trying to get past a ton of guards on a beach heading to another town. And there's like, you can go up a hill, you can go down on the beach, you can go into a cave, you can go into a bunch of different other areas for it too. You can, you can like wind through different, uh, different boats that have been dry or washed up on shore. Like there's so many different paths that you could do and all of them allow you to get there stealthily if you try to. And when you force something like that onto it, it's just really annoying. Because then it's like, here's your bottleneck. You have to do this. And I'm like, but I don't want to do this. I could make it through, not sound the alert to the guards, and also not have to worry about rats on the other side because they're all trapped behind this fire. But narratively, you want to make me do it, even though I could have done it earlier. Hmm. And that's mildly yeah. annoying. Yeah. But, I can see and, but at that point, that was only in that one section that they forced you to do that shit. So it was, it, it was a gripe. It does, it does dock off some points on me, though, because it... it suspends some of the stuff like the storytelling because you get set you stick you get stuck there doing it and i'm not the only one like i watched uh brutal sue playing it and i was like don't worry i felt real stupid for a while doing this because she went through the same thing and she went over and over and over again because she was going to the same thing like i ran through it fine it should have been it should be good i can't do it and she died um but that's that's beside the point story-wise amazing gameplay-wise amazing Graphics wise, beautiful. It's definitely a game that I highly recommend for everybody to play. Um, anybody that, if you like narrative games, if you're not a just straight up COD bro or someone that only plays Madden and whatnot, you need to play games that are designed to evoke emotion from you. Like that's like everybody should. And this game right. does that. Like when I finished it, I finished it off stream because I was just like, I'm not streaming, but I need to get this game done. I got to a point and I just got to the end and it's like, well, fuck. <laughs> and it was like, what? And I'm like, well, I just did this. And they're like, shit. Like, yep. <laughs> and there's, there's just this long downward spiral. But yes, it is, it is, an, amuse, it is an amazing game. Beautiful. Highly recommend it. Uh, with the minor deductions that I give it, I'll pull a Jason and it's a 9.3. Ooh, nice. it doesn't it doesn't get a 9, but I also don't want to give it a 9.5 based off of the deductions that I have because then without with those it would it that would be saying it's a perfect game and it's not a perfect game. There's still some clunkiness within some of the mechanics for it. I mean, and that's just how a lot of them go, but none of those were like game breaking or anything like that. So, 
hands down an amazing game everybody should give it a try and play it all right but that's it that's all the stuff that we've been playing that's all the news and bitching about microsoft that we can do for the for the night we're gonna we're gonna end it like at least slightly early we're under the we're under the two hour mark jason does that make you feel better good grief it does (laughs) all right so next week next week's podcast is going to be our year wrap-up so we are going to be we are going to be going over our top fives uh we may have a special guest we'll see we still haven't pinpointed down the exact day that it's going to be, but it is going to be the week of uh, the week in between Christmas and New Year's. We just don't know exactly what day. But thanks everybody for joining us for the Ibeta First podcast. We understand that you have a choice in podcasts, and you probably chose the wrong one. But hey, thanks for being here, anyways, and thanks for yelling at us on your commute in. Especially if you're yelling at us on your commute in, and you're on a train or any other public transit, and you're just sitting there screaming out, "God, you guys are fucking idiots." <laughs> I love that. Why That's what I, I want. That's what I want. Your, your paid for Discord <laughs> channel. <laughs> Where is but it? Yes. I need to know what socks you're wearing today. <laughs> Spoiler. The people want to know. The people want black know. athletic socks. <laughs> <laughs> Until Jason has to wear his compression socks. <laughs> what am I, 80? You don't look it, but you could be. Who knows? Could be. <laughs> But uh, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, you can visit us, find us uh, at ibatefirst.com or ibif.co where you can send your friends to find out our podcast, all three of them, our plethora, our, our station, our network at ibif.co. You can send them all there and they can find us on their favorite podcasting platform. Um, but you can also make sure that uh, you follow us on Twitch as well, where we stream the podcast every week, as well as do regular streaming throughout. So like I've done multiple sessions of the Plague Tale Requiem, usually play a lot of Genshin. Uh, Chris plays some games. Jason hops in every now and then when we force mm-hmm. him to. And we hey. say, hey, someone needs to fill in a gap and we're all busy. You need to actually do some work, numb nuts. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you can find us there. You can also find us Facebook, I beat it first, Tom, Twitter, I beat it first, Instagram, I beat it first. We don't really do much on there. The best place to go is go to discord.ibeatitfirst.com and join our Discord, where we totally will not have a subscription, but we might have a subscription Discord. You never know. It could happen. And then you could join in and you could find out what socks we're wearing and uh, what our thoughts are on stupid stuff like is a hot dog a sandwich? Spoiler alert, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> things like that uh we also have our our other podcast which is cutscene which is our anime podcast uh where we watch anime and talk about them uh this the current one that we were watching is Akiba made wars which is a lot less fan servicey than we thought it was going to be yep. and a lot more bloody than we thought it was going to be and i'm <laughs> like here no for fan servicey so far like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's not like a lot less it's like no fan no fan service it's just like but i was picturing okay, this is great 95 fan service and five percent blood and it is like 99 fans or 99 percent blood and one percent fan service the most fan service thing you get is that there are maids anyways and you have yep. to draw them as maids in skimpy outfits. That's just the thing. But man, oh man, it is it's right now it's it's a good one. We're four episodes in, and that is a great anime to watch. But you can watch that one on high dive. Uh, we also have cut or patch notes, which is our our dev interview podcast where we talk with indie devs and we discuss their games and why they're making the games as well as what makes them tick. Because that's the part that's really important, is what's what drives someone in their passion to make a game 
you can also make sure that you go to ibeatatfirst.com slash charity. Or no, ibeatatfirst.com and click the charity button. See, I did it mm-hmm. before, you to- before you told me, Jason. Uh, and you can find access to uh, our Extra Life page as well as our Charity Throne account, which we have the first and only Charity Throne account right now. Hopefully other people will do it as well to where they take zero uh, additional things for uh, for profit. Everything goes just to the raw uh, the raw running of the throne account for it, and all the items ship directly to uh, to Phoenix Children's Hospital because that is the main hospital that we at at Ivy at first chose to have as our main uh, our main beneficiary for everything that we do. Other people on our team have chosen other other hospitals and whatnot, but everything goes directly to Phoenix Children's Hospital uh, so the kids can buy in heavy air quotes the stuff with money in other heavy air quotes it's monopoly money and they go in and they buy stuff but you'll see things like uh stuffed animals all the way up to like gift cards for the teenagers because teenagers are still kids and they still go to pediatric hospitals for a lot of stuff but that's about it uh thanks a lot everybody for joining us we will be raiding out everybody on twitch after we do exercises that dreams is making us all do uh but thanks a lot everybody for joining us we can't end this podcast without chris saying Bye-bye. Like a flat tire, that one.